1: Well, good morning, and happy Easter, everyone. So nice to see you here, and those of you at home, thank you for joining us today. Um, You know, Easter isn't the only celebration this this weekend. Easter is the Christian celebration of the resurrection of Jesus, but we're also in the middle of the Jewish tradition of Passover that recognizes the liberation of the Israelites um, from slavery. This also is the same time as the Islamic observance of Ramadan, and that is a month-long practice of fasting, prayer, meditation, and community. This occurrence only occurs once every 30 years, and we're here to celebrate it. And there was a full moon this week. (laughs) And I'm sure the Easter Bunny visited your home. So there's a lot going on. And Dr. Ruth Miller was here last week, and she reminded us that in the midst of springtime, we're in the midst of newness. And she reminded us to look around and celebrate the renewal and the birth, the rebirth of spring. This is a time for newness and growth as we let go of what was and we open to what is. Do you remember that from last week? She was fabulous last week. So we let go of what was and we open to ourselves to what what is. And she's reminded us that all of these holidays in this time that we are living in is to become more into our awareness, become aware and recognize our freedom. She says this process of becoming free is a process of opening to greater Christ consciousness. And Christ consciousness, Christ was not Jesus' last name, okay? <laughs> Christ, Christ, Christ consciousness is simply means to be in yourself in full realization of your power as the presence of God in action. It's that full realization of self, that we are spirit, mind, Body and emotions all together. And so we recognize that presence within ourselves. Spiritual writer and teacher Andrew Harvey says the real Jesus, the real Christ consciousness, is emerging to invite and challenge everyone that, whatever their religion, to dive deep into the souls to discover the divine consciousness that is the original blessing then enact and embody that consciousness in acts of compassion and justice and standing up for the world. In other words, he's saying that we recognize that inner Christ quality, that it is embodiment of the power and the presence, and that we can use that to stand up for justice, for freedom, and for wholeness for the world. Andrew goes on to say, the real Jesus does not belong to any religion. The real Jesus is a mystical guide and teacher showing us how to evolve and deepen in our connection with God. What a great reminder that we have that ability, we have that connection. What we know in Science of Mind is that we are one, we are that embodiment, and that we are in that connection each and every day, that it's not just on Easter, it's not just on a holiday, but it's every day that we celebrate our unity with the one. Dr. David Alexander, uh, the spiritual director at uh, Science of, uh, Centers for Spiritual Living Atlanta, uh, I love his explanation. He said, there's the Easter story of Jesus' death and resurrection on the third day. Rising on the third day is the metaphor used in many stories to show the significance of a person's message and power. So there's two stories. That's the first story. But the second one, he said, there's the Easter moment. And the Easter moment is the moment in consciousness when we realize that power of the eternal, that power inside each of us that is present. And it's alive even though we may be in the experience of lack, even though we may be in experience of conflict, or feeling separate, that, that Easter moment as we recognize that oneness within us, that even in that moment that we recognize that. Transformation is possible for any and all because this, all it is, is a shift in awareness to know that we are one. So when we realize the power of the oneness with God is the breath, the beingness, the truth of our lives. That's what, that's what we know. And it's easy to sit here on Sunday and, and think about that. But the challenges, the practices that in the, in the midst of the world, in the midst of everyday living, that we go out and we have that remembrance. And that's why we, in Science of Mind, we not only study the principles, but we practice the principles. We practice the principles every day to remember that, to be reminded of our oneness, of our wholeness. So when we do remember that, that's the Easter moment. And how... It, just as I was saying, how easy it is to be swayed in the world that every day there's something new, isn't there? There's something new going on in the world. And not only in the world, and then the world has become so small, we're affected. Our energy is affected by what's going on. But then there's the the everyday things that happen in our lives, right? The everyday things of being stuck in traffic, of having day after day of rain anybody else anybody else tired of the rain of having challenges money relationship whatever every day is a challenge for us to come back to that presence come back to that awareness and we do that when we practice we engage in spiritual readings. We practice meditation. We connect with spiritual music. Thank you, Loranda, for, for blessing us and reminding us. Um, so we are blessed every day with that, with that remembrance. So I came across this uh, fable. And Mount Vesuvius was erupting, and Pompeii was being destroyed. The entire city was on fire. The people of the city were terrified, and they were running and grabbing their belongings. This The city at that time was very wealthy, and that they were taking everything that they could. There was uh, one man that was carrying his gold as much as he could carry. There was a scholar who was carrying as many books as he could fleeing from the city. There was a man with a bag of diamonds and running from the city. That they were so afraid, the buildings were falling and they felt terrified. It felt like life itself was ending. And then there was one man, and he was walking among them, and all he had was his walking stick. He was out for his morning walk, you see, that was his ritual, to be out on his morning walk. And this was his time, and people saw him, and they, they said, oh, my goodness, what happened? Did you already lose everything? Why are you not carrying anything? Where, did you already have full destruction? Oh, my gosh. And why are you not rushing? And he said, all I have is this stick. He said, what you are carrying with you are the possessions of the world. They are the worldly possessions that you accumulated. That those physical things of the world can be lost and destroyed. That fire burns it and death ends it. He said, I've accumulated nothing but awareness. For you, this is a crisis. For me... This is my morning walk. Our most treasured gift is awareness. Our most treasured gift is that awareness of our oneness, is that reminder every day that we are not separate, but we are one. And if I am one with that divine, then you are one with the divine, and you, and you, and you, each of us is one with the divine. And when we lift our energy, when we raise our energy up to be in that vibration of love, we are raising that up for the planet. That's why it's so wonderful when the choir is up here, feel that energy, feel that connection. They are helping us to raise that vibration into that oneness. And we can do that every day by whatever your practice is. It's that awareness. We are at a time of witnessing a dramatic shift in the world, that we see division and separation, and inequality around us. But those things are the things that need to come up to the surface so that they can be blessed, so that they can be recognized and blessed. Their secrecy, hiding in the shadows, keeps us in bondage. So people are... are, some, some people are worried right now or we become afraid of why are there so many issues because we are in a time of change and all these issues are coming up so that they can be surfaced and they can be blessed and released so we can see what the bondage was and release it and set free. We know a greater truth in this reality. So how do we stay in that connected place How do we stay connected in the midst of of crisis and turmoil and um, conflict? I love this quote from Michael Beckwith. For me, it is that divine reminder. He said, see with the eyes behind the eyes, hear with the ears behind the ears, love with the heart behind the heart. So his quote is an invitation to see with the third eye, not the physical eye. To see, uh, because our dualistic seeing catches us up in what's good and bad. But seeing with the eyes behind the eyes, it's that single eye. It's that reality of spirit. It's spirit in the invisible. Stay in the spiritual reality of love rather than the chattering of the effects so see with the eye behind the eye, hear with the ears behind the ears. We listen when we fully and truly listen. Have you ever been in the presence of someone who truly listened to you and got you and was aware of you? It is such a gift, right? We're, we have, it's so fleeting these days because we're always in a hurry. We have so much grabbing our attention. But when we're in that place of fully being present and listening, there is something divine that happens. When we listen, we give our full attention, and that this in itself is an act of profound love. Not only listening to another, but also listening with those inner ears for the voice of spirit that still small voice, when we have that place of intuition that we know there's something going on. We know it and the more you do that, the more you're available to hear it and to recognize it and recognize when it's not there. Recognize when we, when we are aware of other people's energy I was in the, um, okay, I'm going to share, I was in the nail salon yesterday. And a woman came in and she said, okay, I have an appointment. I'm getting a mani-pedi. And they said, okay, welcome. And so they took her back and this man was uh, taking care of her. And all of a sudden, she raised her voice and was shouting. And everybody stopped and was looking. And she said, don't you talk to me this way. What's wrong with you? I said what I wanted. And he was barely speaking at all. And she was just shouting at him. And one of the customers spoke up and said, my daughter is sitting next to you. I invite you to keep your voice down. She came in with such energy, she was, and I felt it when she walked in, there was like something wrong, that there was something going on, and I, uh, everyone else was calm, and I just was sending her love, and so he said, I'm going to ask you to leave, and she said, well, no one in this state knows how to do nails, somehow it became the whole state's problem, but, <laughs> but but And then she got up and left. And what one of the customers said is they've seen her going from place to place being angry. And so, so we, we know that there's something else going on. So I just like sent her love, just kept sending her love that wherever she goes, I can send her love. But it's that paying attention and once we're paying attention to see with the eyes behind the eyes and hear with the ears behind the ears, we can be aware of spirit, we can be aware of other energy around us. And love with the heart behind the heart. Not the conditional love that I need you love, that I love you so please love me back that's conditional love, but that place of selfless, unconditional love for the greatest good, when we pray for the greatest good for another. Unity founder Charles Fillmore defines it as the pure essence of being that binds together the whole human family. Love is a pure essence of being that binds together the whole human family. Love is the inner quality that sees good Everywhere and in everyone. Love is the great harmonizer and healer. Love with the heart behind the heart. So as we listen and pay, we see, we listen, we love with these inner qualities, it changes our experience in the world, right? We see the world in a new way. And when we can anchor into that place of consciousness, that we tap into that, and it shapes our thoughts and our actions. And so in new thought, we have a principle that whatever we put our attention on increases, right? So what are we putting our attention on today? Pay attention. I'm always arguing with myself. I'll hear myself say, stop it. Just stop it when I'm into that place of swirling about something. Just stop it. Yeah, I say it to myself all the time, yeah. The problem is when I start saying it in front of people. I did say it in front of somebody and she thought I was saying it to her. I No, I'm talking to me, not you. Because I said, stop it, just stop it. Because that's what happens, right? When there, whenever there's an experience, we bring our whole beingness, we bring our whole past history into that experience, right? And that's our perception of an experience. So the more we are aware of consciousness, we can shift that perception and let go of the past and let go of the chatter and bring our awareness back to love. And that's one of the greatest powers we have is to shift our perception of any moment, is to shift what are we seeing here today? What are we seeing and what are we knowing? Have you ever had that experience when you learned something new and said, gosh, I never thought of it that way before? That that's a, that's a newness, that's spirit showing us a new way to see something, a new way to think about something. Because what is it that has one person react to bad news with grace and dignity while another with the same news feels hopelessness and resentment? It's that, it's that opportunity for us to choose that every day we, have, we can choose how I'm perceiving this moment, how I'm perceiving this experience. So we the breath is a wonderful way to remember. Let's take a breath. And let it out. And when we breathe in, we take in new perceptions. I have a new way of thinking. And I release anything that is unlike love. I release anything that is unlike love. So we come, we show up each day with a willingness, a willingness to give up judgment a willingness to forgive, a willingness to see the good in yourself and to see the good in someone else. Teacher and author Deepak Chopra says, the creative life can only live in the present moment. The creative life that is God, that is love, can only live in the present moment. Any given moment does not come without it with its own meaning, purpose, or direction, it's how we perceive the moment. So the meaning itself is not defined, but we define it. So the Easter moment is standing in whatever the situation is in life right now and choosing what you are seeing and how you are seeing it. Do you see limitation, discord, or uncertainty? Or do you see peace, freedom, and love? Today, I'm creating a better version of myself. Would you say that with me? Today, I am creating a better version of myself. Today, I'm willing to see with love. Today, I'm willing to see with love. Today, I'm willing to see see the good. Today, I'm willing to see the good and what a blessing that is. And so, I'm gonna, um, we're gonna go into prayer, but before prayer, I'm gonna take us into a, a little meditation. So, I invite you to get centered, take a couple breaths to center yourself, center your body, breathe in, breathe out. And right now, go into your heart center. Bring your awareness into your heart center and activate that light at the very center chamber of your heart, at the level of your heart chakra. Imagine turning that light on, turning that light on. This is the indwelling Christ, the creative self, the inner light. These are the aspects of the self that we call God within Activate that self now. See that light. Activate that self. Allow that light to be turned on in its beauty. And let that light now begin to move through your being. Allow that light to move through your being all the way up and all the way down until it enfolds you in physical form completely. And now, see that light begin to extend outside of your body, outside of the place you are sitting, and it's radiating all around you. That light is extending and radiating all around you Affirm to yourself, I'm now choosing to know myself as I am. I am an aspect of the creator in form and in freedom. Breathe in to that place. Breathe in to that love. This is your perfected self. You are the most treasured gift. You are the light that you have been waiting for. It's always been within you. And now you are remembering. And now as we see that light continuing to expand, it fills this room, it fills this building, it fills this community, it fills our state and our country and our planet and that we send this light out around the planet. And so how grateful I am for our time together, for the blessing of this day, for the divine love in which we live and move and breathe and have our being how grateful I am for this expanded extension of love flowing in and through and as each one of us out around the world, that we send this love out. We know that we are blessed, that this day is another reminder that we are one in consciousness. We are one in love. So I know for each one of us that we take this, that this is this is grounded in us, this is known in us, this is recognized in us, this is unified in us and we take this out wherever we go, wherever we are, whoever we are with and we extend this love to all around us. How grateful I am for the blessings of this day. I give grateful thanks for all of this and for so much more. And together we affirm. And so it is. So it is. Blessings in consciousness. Thank you.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Our inspirational service is at 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.